Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, guys? It's your boy Dylan at ThunderJazz, and I'm here with a word from our sponsors, Bet Online. Uh, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in game betting, props, and futures. Just head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BLEAV50, that is BLE50 in all capital letters, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. And welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Top at Thunder podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Hunsinger at Thunder Chess. We are part of the Believe Network, and I am joined by my partner in crime, the one and only, the Alejandro Alex Roy. Alex, how are you, sir? I'm good, man. I'm good. I uh, feel like I've been podcasting all day, so you know, it's a little, it's a, it's, a, it's a little drop. It's a little drop. A little nugget of uh, of what we're doing on the side. So, hey, and I mean. You know, it's it's me and you, and you know somebody else that's very involved in the Topic Thunder branding, um, and you know it's also part of the Believe Network. So I think that it's you know it's okay to mention that you know we are doing a fandom podcast called Topic Fandom, where we talk about Marvel, DC, Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings, eventually <laughs> Star Wars and uh, Harry Potter. You know, every, everything of the like, everything that has a fandom and is in like you know, consumable content. We're probably and that's, and, that's, and, and that's what's in, within our wheelhouse. Like, you know, we can't consume everything. So I just, <laughs> I just want to put that out there. You know, we can't consume everything. Out yeah, there, yeah. But the things that we do consume, we'll go ahead and talk about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause me and me and Chelsea are like, we're, know, we're, we're probably more than waist deep into my hero academia. Uh, I've already seen all of it. Chelsea's Chelsea loves it. Like, hey, I'm just saying, if if you want to dip your toe into the anime field, my hero is a good place to start. Now, see, that'll be the one that I'm like, hey, I'm not going to be on this podcast, <laughs> or 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 I'll be the silent partner and just stay in the background. And I've done that before with the Harry Potter uh, yeah. podcast. That we have but, hey, that sounds cool, man. That what you're saying sounds great. Keep it up. Yeah, m- maybe you can convince me. There we go. Yeah, there you go. Hey. Sell me this pen. Sell me this uh, <laughs> academia or my my hero academia pen. Yeah, shout out shout out Corey and Albert on the selling this pen for the draft app podcast. Yeah. But hey, man, you know this isn't the topic fandom podcast. This is the topic thunder podcast, and we've got something to talk about, man. Yesterday, the NBA regular season schedule was released in its entirety, and late. It was late. It was supposed to be at two, and it came out like two oh seven. Like, damn it! It was yeah, late. yeah, yeah. Well, there. I mean, Good other enough. teams, other teams had theirs up like right on the dot. But you know, yeah, that's true. 
Th- thunder be holding back a little bit. <laughs> yeah, the Thunder and all their secrecy decided to hold back on the scheduled seven minutes just to make sure all the everything, you know, all, all the T's were, were crossed and all the I's were dotted. Yep. And they still tweeted out the schedule blurry from, from the main account. Yeah. <laughs> they had to go back and fix it. But um, yeah, so what we're going to do in, you know, this kind of thought exercise, this isn't going to be like a crazy long podcast. Um, you know, we're just going to talk about the schedule, man, because, you know, this is a big year for the Thunder. You know, there's, I think, more so than any year in the rebuild process ever since, really since like Paul George Russell Westbrook's been traded. Any year since then, this, I feel like there's, the fans are split between, is this more rebuild year again, or is this where we start to kind of put the foot on the gas a little bit and try to compete for maybe one of those playing spots? And so in this thought exercise, me and Alex are going to kind of go back and forth, look at each month. I'm, you know, I'm going to read off the games and, you know, we're going to kind of predict how many wins we're going to get in the, you know, in each month. And I'm going to keep a tally of it. And at the end of it, we're going to count it all up. And who knows, we might surprise ourselves. <laughs> you know, we might have entirely, uh, two well, you, know, you know, Dylan, we, we, you, me and you usually come up with the same number, come up with the same answer. So we'll see how, how this uh, podcast goes. Yeah, it's tough, man, because, you know, I told you that, you know, this year has the fan base like split more than any other. Like that's that's me, too. Like there's some days I'm like, yeah, like, you know, we could probably like if we don't rest anybody, I think we could legitimately make a shot to the play. And but then I'm like man, the West is so tough. Like there's, there's so many other yeah. people that are going to be there. Like maybe it really just benefits us to do it one more year. So like I'm, I'm split on both sides. So it's, I might surprise I, myself in these predictions. I honestly think that the NBA kind of charted the path for us. Yeah. As far as how difficult the schedule is at the beginning. Or was it? We was either. I think Tankathon has us ranked as the either the hardest or the second hardest schedule in no. the entire league in terms of streak of schedule. So, and that's and and that's without like taking into account more than likely Portland's going to get better. You know, more than you know, and we have to play them four times. More than likely, Minnesota's going to be a lot better. You know, and so they you know they took the schedules from last year and, and that's how they determined the uh, the strength of schedule mm-hmm. on Tankathon, but heading into this year you know all those teams that were in our division they should get a lot stronger denver should be a lot stronger you know they're they're full strength now so well jazz definitely took a hit but like at this point donovan mitchell's still on their team they do have some pieces albeit weird fit like i i think they could be a competitive like mediocre team like you know Mm -hmm. they could be pushing for one of those playing spots as well um and it's not just that like like donovan mitchell like if you Let's say they do the New York trade and you still get, you know, you get RJ Barrett out of it and then other pieces, you still got RJ Barrett. So mm-hmm. they're not going to be necessarily, they're not going to be Houston bad. They may be New York Knicks bad. And so that still kind of helps us out. The Knicks of the West. Exactly. Yeah. With entirely more draft picks. So, <clears throat> yep. Yeah, I feel that, man. Well, hey, let's jump right into it. So, starting in October, we open the season. On October 16th, I'm just kidding, that's the first week. We open our season on my anniversary. My 10-year anniversary is when we open the season at Minnesota on a Wednesday. Um, At the end of that week on Saturday, we play the Denver Nuggets. 
Uh, that is the front end of a back-to-back in which we play the Minnesota Timberwolves at home. That's our home opener on uh, October. Math is hard. Twenty third. <laughs> Sunday, so is, Sunday, Sunday. Yep. That's that's gonna. I mean, that's gonna be a fun. Like the Minnesota games are gonna be fun. Like obviously, like Minnesota got better with Rudy Gobert, but even without Rudy Gobert, like they're just a fun team. Like they're a fun young team with Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns, guys like Jay McDaniel's. Uh, I think they're going to miss Jared Vanderbilt a little bit, but I mean, how much can you miss him when you got Rudy Gobert out there? Um, continuing, we got the Los Angeles Clippers that week in a baseball series, playing the Clippers twice at home <laughs> with a day break in between. And then we close out the month of October on that Saturday, playing Dallas. the Dallas Mavericks at Dallas. So um, the Timberwolves and the two yeah. Clippers games are all at home. The other three are away. Three and three. Alex, what is your prediction for win totals in the month of October? Uh, one. One. One and five. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, like- look, look, man. Look, look. Like, so Minnesota's going to come into, into this season, and I think they're going to want to prove a point. Um, they're they're going to want to prove, number one, that last year was not a fluke. You know, their entrance into the into the playoffs last year was not a fluke. So that's number one. And number two, I think they want to get off to a, a, a hot start. I think they want to get off to a quick start. They don't want to have a situation where, you know, they get off to like a five and ten start. And, you know, I, I think I think we're starting to see the maturation of Carl Anthony Towns and wanting to start winning. I think, mm-hmm. you know, Anthony Edwards I think he's going to be a beast. I, I love Anthony Edwards' game. I love, you know, I love how he plays. I love his personality. I think he's the next big time superstar um, in the league. Um, and the the presence of Rudy Gobert, like you don't need you don't need scoring from him. Like, believe me, there's not going to be a situation where like they're like, hey, Rudy Gobert's got to go. You know, we got to post him up three or four times a game. No, they brought him in there for defense. They brought him in there for you know, to anchor that defense, to allow Cat to go crazy offensively. And so I think they're going to head the first, you know, two out of three games in this season. They're playing Minnesota. I think they're going to struggle against Minnesota. But it's going to be fun to see Chet out there, you know, battling against Cat, battling against Gobert. You know, it's going to be fun to see how Dagnall kind of, you know, kind of counters that. You know, is he going to go with JRE? Is he going to go with, you know, with Baisley, is it going to be a situation where he said, you know what, let's go small. Let's go with Baisley and see if, you know, see if that helps out anything. Uh, but I, I think it's going to be very interesting. And, you know, two out of three games versus Cat and Gobert. And then the third game in that in that mix, hey, go ahead and uh, battle against the, uh, the the reigning MVP and Nikola Jokic. You know, so it's going to be tough, man. Like that, that this first, these first 15 to 20 games are tough as hell for the Thunder. Back-to-back MVP at that. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. I feel that um, I'm going to go a little bit against the grain. I feel everything you're saying about the Minnesota Timberwolves, um, you know, wanting to make a statement. And I, I think they will. Like, I, I think that we lose opening night of our schedule. But I do believe that when they come into town in the following week, uh, I think that, you know, we show them a little something. And not only the Minnesota Timberwolves, I, you know, we play the Clippers twice. 
it's it's hard to beat somebody twice, you know, in like back to back games. Like obviously it's not a back to back, but you know, like I mean back to back opponents. Um, you know, we always play the Clippers tough, no matter who's really on the floor, even when Paul George was playing. Uh, you know, if they got Paul George and Kawhi, like, you know, that's a different animal. I get it. They got John Wall. They got all these other pieces. I get it. But this team is also going to be scrappy. This team is going to fight like heck out there. And I think they're going to keep some of these games that even if they lose, like, they're going to be close. They're going to have low point differential. So uh, I think that we could sneak out uh, one of those wins. Um you know, who knows, maybe even Dallas, but I think I'm, I'm going to stick with two wins here. So not too different than you, but, you know, just just a little bit more optimism. A little bit more. I mean, I that's the thing. The Thunder are, I believe the Thunder, the games that they're going to be favored, I do think that they're, they're going to, to win those games. They'll win most of those games. Mm-hmm. And, and I do think that they're going to catch some teams by surprise. Um, but I also think that out of all the teams that are um, out there, as far as like the, the bottom rung teams, you know, Detroit, Orlando, Houston, I do think that Oklahoma City is the one that gives the most notice. And so I do think that teams will bring, if it's not A, it'll be a B plus, their B plus game um, into, into those games against Oklahoma City, as opposed to playing against, you know, a disorganized team like Houston or, a team like San Antonio that that may not you know may not be that good. Uh, I do think that Oklahoma City presents a challenge to teams, and I do think that it's it's a situation where Chet having Chet on the team and having this guy that you know he's a number two pick and he's he's a little bit cocky. I think teams will want to go at him and and they'll bring their their A game to those games. All right. I feel it, man. Well, hey, let's get into the month of November, and I'm actually going to change the way we are viewed here just for the sake of our uh, our uh, continuity in terms of our thumbnail on YouTube. Uh, Chelsea will appreciate oh, okay. that. <laughs> um, all right, month of November. We open up November 1st at home against Orlando. TNT, a national broadcast, the first national broadcast uh, game that the Thunder will be playing on that's not NBA TV um, in over two years. So it's very exciting. Paolo versus Chet. Uh, you know, the Magic obviously have a fun young team um, coming into OKC. So we will, uh, I'm sure we'll get into that in the predictions. But also in that week, we play Denver at home before we go to Milwaukee and then we go to Detroit. Then we come back home and play Milwaukee and the Toronto Raptors. Then we go on a four-game road trip playing the Knicks, the Celtics, the Wizards, and the Grizzlies. Come back home for a three-game homestand against the Knicks, the Nuggets, and the Bulls. Go to Houston, go to New Orleans, and back home for the San Antonio Spurs on November 30th. So, Alex, of those, looks like 16 games, how many wins? Uh, so I got them at five and eleven. So I think I think the schedule kind of eases up a little bit. We do play a lot of those teams that are in the Wimbayama sweepstakes, as I'm going to call it, the Wimby sweepstakes. <laughs> uh, so you know we play Orlando, we play at Detroit, at Houston versus San Antonio. Um, so I do think if anything, we win two or three of those. Um, I'm very confident when it comes to this team versus those teams. I, I do think that. Um, the Thunder are talent-wise have a lot more talent than those teams. They just don't have like the the veteran talent to to start to compete at the playoff level. But I do think that 
against lottery teams, they do have that talent to kind of compete against them. Um, so, yeah, so I, I think, you know, we, we end up five with five wins. Um, I'm excited as hell that the TNT game is in Oklahoma City versus Paolo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be awesome. You know, we didn't get to see them in summer league because Paolo sat out. Uh, so it's, it's going to be fun, man. And, you know, it's the, the TNT crew back in, you know, back in the, in the building. So excited yeah. about that. Yeah. We get to hear uh, Chuck and Shaq complain about them having to <laughs> talk about Oklahoma city versus Orlando. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The entire time. Okay. Five wins for you. Hmm. I'm thinking about this, so I, I think that we can win against Orlando. Um, I like us. I don't know, man. I think Detroit's got a really like not good team, but like I, I think they've got like a solid foundation, um, like that starting five and some of the role players. Um, I, I think they have a direction, and they're right there in terms of like what, like right there with us in terms of like how the rebuild's been going. Um. Yeah, just throw that up there on the screen. Um, uh, you know, no, right? we're, we're we're official. Nice. We're we're on yeah. on the B Weave Network officially. Um, but yeah, I, I think they're like right there with us in terms of like how the rebuild is going in terms of the timeline. Um, so I could see Detroit beating us, especially at Detroit. So I guess through the first week, I'm at one win. I think we beat the Knicks. I like us against the Wizards, and honestly, yeah. man, like. I'm not too scared of the Grizzlies this year. Like with Jaron Jackson being out very early really? on. Yeah, I know that they, you know, they showed out last year like as a two C, but I, I think having Jaron Jackson not there is gonna hurt him a lot. Um, you know, I mean we, we play them tough anyways when we're full strength. <laughs> like let me include that caveat. When we're full strength, we play them tough. When when we just have Lee Dort out there and a bunch of you know spare parts. Yeah, we might lose by 70 points. But I also think that game's going to kind of be lingering in the back of their mind. Like, hey, the last time we was here, we got embarrassed. Like, we're not going to let that happen this time. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, you know, if Shea, Giddy, Chet, like, those guys all, like, carry a chip on their shoulder and, you know, can really propel themselves, you know, in those situations. So I, I think we can win there. So I'm up to four wins right now. Um, I think we beat the Knicks at home. And I think we'll beat the Rockets in Houston. And I think we'll beat the Spurs in the home closing in that home game. So I think I'm at seven wins. Wow, Dylan, you are I know, optimistic, man. my guy. I, I I am optimistic by nature. I I 100% agree with you. Or I 100% got to say that. Um, I don't know, man. And, you know, like, like I said, like, you know, I'm not Nostradamus. I'm not going to get all these right. But, you know, just kind of like looking at the tea leaves, like I'm definitely not scared of the Knicks. Uh, Spurs, I mean, their best player at this point is probably, what, Keldon Johnson? Like, I love Keldon hey. Johnson. Yaka Pirtle. Um, You know, those are guys that are like role players on good teams. Like, I'm not super worried about them. Houston, you know, it's – They've got some talented players, but like in terms of like team building, like I don't think that they have a better team than us. And you know, I talked about Detroit already. Uh, Washington is just a train wreck waiting to happen. Um, and then Orlando, like I think that's going to be a really good game, but I just I like our dogs better than Orlando's mm-hmm. dogs, yeah. And like you know, they're 
we play New York twice, and I always love the the Madison Square Garden game. You know, mm-hmm. this month. You know, so I, I love that, and I think our guys always like to show out in those games. Shay, whether it's Shay, whether it's Giddy, I think Giddy had a triple double at Madison Square Garden. Shay's had great games at Madison Square Garden, and so you know, Chet's going up there for the first time. It'd be very interesting to see, you know, how he plays and how he kind of shows out while he's there. So, you know, as far as wins, I do think that that's going to be one of those games that we can win. Now, with that said, you know, they are, from from all intents and purposes, they are in the lead in the Donovan Mitchell sweepstakes. So they may have Donovan Mitchell. They may be a much better Mm -hmm. team than they are now. So we shall see. And they do have Jalen Brunson. We do have to factor that into uh, the Knicks yep. in terms of our plans. Um, I'm actually going to pivot and change my win total to six because, you know, I just looked at Houston and automatically marked it a win, but, like, context is important. We're going to be coming off the second I have a back-to-back in which we were actually home against Chicago Bulls the night before. Uh, the Bulls are a very physical mm-hmm. team. You know, we know that with having Billy Donovan as our coach before, so uh, I think our guys could be a little worn down for that Houston game. So I'm I'm gonna switch that one and say the Houston Rockets win that one as much as it hurts my heart. <laughs> and I mean we're very popular this month. We're on TV four times: TNT once, and then NBA TV. Uh, actually, yeah, NBA TV three times. Yeah, if if you count um, NBA TV, this is the only as... month. Yeah, exactly. This is the only month we're gonna appear on a TV channel other than Valley Sports. Yep. Which missed me with that BS of their little, uh, you know, pay twenty dollars a month or basically like two hundred dollars per year. Like missed me with that. Yeah, we uh, we, <laughs> we choose to just uh, stream our games at that point. Yeah. All right, man. So in December we start off just right off. December the is weird. December the the schedule in December is very weird. Five game road trip going and to- then. Yeah, well, five-game road trip yeah. against Minnesota, Atlanta, <clears throat> Memphis, Cleveland, and Dallas. And then we have a seven-game homestand. <laughs> against, We're literally home for two weeks. Against the Heat, the Timberwolves, the Grizzlies, the Trailblazers, the Trailblazers once again, the Pelicans, and the Spurs. And then we go to Charlotte for a quick cup of coffee and then back home on New Year's Eve to play the Philadelphia 76ers. Um so I mean, yeah, that that seven game homestand is gonna be fun. Um, I, I could yeah. see us making some noise in that. Uh, actually, that back to back of the Timberwolves Grizzlies. That's actually when I am tentatively planning to make my illustrious return to Oklahoma City. So uh, very excited for that. Oh, what, what? Yeah, don't know which game yet. Um, just if you don't already live there. <laughs> It is not happening that soon. I can assure you, especially now in the winter time. That is that sounds terrible. But yeah, so Alex, in the month of December, we play fourteen fourteen games. Yes, hmm. math math is not always hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, fourteen games, man. How are we how many are we winning? Uh, I said five. So All five right. and nine. Five and nine. Uh, you got any uh, context into who you think we can win on this? Um, so the road trip I think is going to be, is going to be very difficult because every team that's on the road is going to, is a playoff team mm-hmm. or at least a play in team because Cleveland made the play in tournament and lost there. So it's going to be very tough in those first five games of the month to win anything. 
I do think the homestand, you know, it it is gonna, you know, we, by the time by the time December is over with, we would have played Minnesota all four times already, and so it's very difficult for a team to sweep any other team in this league, regardless mm-hmm. of how good or how bad they are. Um, and so I do think that we may, you know, be able to get one or two of those, you know, by that point. Um, by that point, small injuries start to kind of creep up on some teams. Um, and so you may have players sitting out. You may have players that, you know, start to kind of sit out back-to-backs. Um, and so as far as pinpointing exactly what games I think we're going to win, you know, I think Charlotte's get a good opportunity to win. Um, I think, you know, somewhere in that seven-game homestand, a couple of those a couple of those games are, are good. Um, as far as possibly winning, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I still think I still think the schedule is very tough up to this point, you know. So especially, I mean that that Philly game is going to be fun on New Year's Eve, and it, we finally get to see how Chet will look against Big Body Embiid and see how that's going to going to play out. So I'm I'm excited about that, uh, but but yeah, I, I think I think we get five out of the fourteen in this month. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, like you said, like the schedule, the schedule does not let up in December, uh, excluding oh, Portland, who, you know, had a big caveat as to why every single team was in the play or playoff uh, last year. So, absolutely difficult. Um, I think I'm going to say five as well. <laughs> I think hey, I'm going nice. to price is right, you. I'm, I'm going to go five as well. Um, you know, it, it's kind of hard to pinpoint at this point. You know, we play the Spurs, we play the Hornets. You know, I think those can be wins. Uh, no matter who we play on New Year's Eve, I feel like we always play really well. I mean, I don't know if like you know, yeah, the, we do. The Thunder have like New Year's last, powers or last what? year we played. Last year we played Dallas and we beat them. We played Dallas like feels like every year for New Year's Eve. Yeah, so like yeah, when yeah. I saw Philly here, I was like flabbergasted. Yeah, but yeah, I think we can. Uh, I think we take down Charlotte, the Spurs. I think we can win one of the Portland games. Um, I think we can steal one on the road, maybe two in the road trips. So that is that's up to four. And I'm gonna say we win whatever game uh, I go to uh, the Timberwolves or the Grizzlies game. Hey, nice. That'll be my fifth. Hopefully, win. hopefully you you can get the uh, the cone treatment there. You might you might want to bring that up to them. And be like, hey, I'm I'm very good friends with Cone. Can I uh, <laughs> can I get the VIP treatment? I've I've also done a fair amount for the Thunder community uh, in in my own exactly. right. So, you know, uh, yeah. No, I, I sadly that contact uh, ship has sailed. So I don't think I'll be getting the Cone treatment. But I it's mean, all the good. contact the contact still has contacts in the organization. I mean, how many times can we say contact? <laughs> All right. Bomb, 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 bomb. All right. So before we get to 2023, right now, Alex has us at 11 wins in three months. 25 wins. Really two, really two and a half months. Um, and I have us at 13 wins in two and a half months. So getting okay. into 2022, uh, in the month of January, we play Boston at home, followed by Orlando at Orlando on a back-to-back. Then we come back home for Washington Wizards. And then Dallas Mavericks. Then we go on a four-game road trip against the Heat, the Sixers, the Bulls, and the Nets. Quick cup of coffee back home for the Pacers. And then we're back on the road for the Kings and the Nuggets. Then we have a three, well, 
really another part of a seven-game home stand. But just talking about January, we're playing the Hawks, the Cavs, and the Warriors. So, Alex, out of those 14 games as well, quick math, um, how many wins you got? I got five again. All right. You were nothing but consistent. I'll give you that much. (laughs) What'd you think in there, man? Um, I think January 4th is going to be fun. We travel to Orlando. So, again, another Chet versus Paolo matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in that that four-game East Coast swing, um, they played three games in four nights where they're changing the time zone every time yeah, they play. Yeah, So they go East Coast, Central, Chicago, and then back to the East Coast. Um, and so, you know, that's guaranteed to be at least one loss, two losses, you know, possibly even three. Because uh, those are always tough on the bodies. Those are always tough, you know, for, for on the players. Uh, so, so yeah, so I, I do think there's, there's going to be some struggles in this month. Um, January 27th, Chet versus, you know, Mobley and Allen. That's going to be fun to see because Mobley is a, is a lot more similar to Chet than is like the Embiid's and the Jokic's of, of the NBA. Um, so it'll be fun to see that. Um, and then, of course, Watching Golden State play, man, like, you know, now that we're not necessarily contending and, and battling against them at the at the top of the mountain, it's always fun to see that team, man. That team is just basketball beauty, you know, at, at most times. So it'll be fun to see them, you know, play at the Paycom. Yeah, absolutely, man. And, uh, you know, before we move on, I want to go ahead and take a break to hear a word from our sponsors. Hey, guys, just wanted to take a moment to give us a word from absolutely nobody. Well, actually giving you a word from us because as i mentioned in the pod last week we do have merch um this is a podcast exclusive because as of this recording i haven't put out any tweets about it so for your exclusive chance to get our merch go to shop.believe.com and search okc that is if you want less of a player driven shirt uh, that's got a nice little uh, graphic of the cityscape and it has Oklahoma City it's a very clean shirt or if you want something a little bit more loud you want something with that's a little bit more player driven you can go to bonfire.com slash store slash topic dash thunder now on that we've got shirts supporting the Jane gang we got shirts supporting Chet Holmgren of course we got all the awesome Shea shirts and of course, uh, we could throw it back. We've got the Thunder Nation shirt. We got I just want a hoop back in the Chris Paul era, and we've got the classic, the one that you need for this rebuild. Trust the Presty. So head on over to either one of those websites. That is bonfire.com/store/topic-thunder, or shop.believe.com and search OKC. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of the pot. Uh, all right, man. So um, yeah. So as for my prediction. Yeah, it's it's tough once again. You made a great point, like just a masterful point about the whole Eastern road trip. Um, just how that like really messes with the body. Um okay, so I'm gonna give us I'm probably not gonna give us a win during that road trip. Um I think I like Dallas at home, and I think I like one of us, or not one of us, one of the games. Um, at the end, uh, the start of our homestand, I think we could win one of them. I know they're all tough teams, but you know, I, I like our guys and I think that 
Atlanta kind of feels like the team that we could beat um, compared to Cleveland. I, I mean, Cleveland's not unbeatable by any stretch of the imagination, but um, hey, you know what? I'm taking it. I'm, I'm taking Atlanta forever and the, Cleveland. Forever the optimist. Here we go. Yeah, we're we're winning Atlanta and Cleveland. We're beating the Pacers. Uh, we're beating Orlando. We're beating the Wizards. That's five. I, I can't be the same as you again. I'm going to do six. And you know what? I'm just going to say, uh, I'm going to say we win against the Kings. There we go. The Kings. That That's that's my win. Nice. Okay, cool. All right. So in the month of, month of January, Alex has five and I've got six. So I'm already, already looking um, more, way more optimistic than Alex, but all right yeah. um, there's there's some more going on here so in the month of february oh i completely lie guys <laughs> i'm sorry the way that the thunder released their schedule <laughs> it's like side to side october november december january february march mm. april when i'm looking at the schedule and said we have a seven game homestand I see three at the end of January and then I see the uh, next four are the same color. That was actually March. So forget everything I said about a seven game homestand. It's a three game. Did you, homestand. did you even say the teams correctly that we play that month? Yeah, I did because I, I didn't okay. dip into the next month. I was like, we're just going to talk about the three for this month. So we got, it. we got, it. we're good now. I apologize. That's my fault. Actually it's, it's thunder social media's fault. Hire me anyways. So, February, we kick off with a cup of coffee in Houston, and then they come back to our place. A um, little home-and-home home action for the Houston Rockets. Uh, then we go on a road trip, three games, Warriors and Lakers back-to-back. Yikes. Um, and then Portland Trailblazers later on in the week. Then we have a two-game homestand, the Pelicans and the Rockets, before All-Star break when we finally see Shea Gilders Alexander in the All-Star game. Speaking yes. it into existence. Uh, Chet Holmgren in the uh, it's not uh, it's not so so hold on so go ahead so I had I had something written in my notes about that so uh oh over under three point five Thunder players involved in All Star Weekend what do you um, think I'm taking over easy I, I easy think, okay I think Shea's in it obviously um, I think Giddy's obviously going to be in the is it the Rising Star Challenge. Yes, but I also think he's going to be in the skills challenge. Yeah, definitely possible that he's in that. Um, yeah, I think Shea Giddy, obvious. Chet, I think is obvious. I think my guy Santa is going to be in there. Oh, here we go. <laughs> my guy Santa is going to be in there. It's going to be awesome. And you know what? Trey Mann might make enough noise to make it in there. He's eligible. True, he's a yeah. second-year player. So. Jeremiah Robinson Earl is also starting. I don't think he's as sexy to get in there. Like he's not a sexy enough player. Um, I think you're sexy, J Rob, but you know, that's besides the point. Um, but yeah, I think uh I think there could be four, maybe five players in there. So that's okay, that's what I gotta say. And uh, you know, somebody made the point on my timeline that they think Lou Dort could have a sneaky all-star season. So if that's the case, mm. look out. <laughs> I'm See, not setting Lou myself Dort, up if, for if that. Lou Dort, if Lou Dort is making or at, at, on the precipice of making an all-star game, 
our, our win totals are going to be a lot higher. Yeah, we, we got to shoot these up. You you got to come to my level, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we got to go above your level in order for that to happen. Oh, okay. We got to think even more positive. All right. Well, after the All-Star break, we got four games left in the month of February. Two away, a back-to-back against the Jazz and the Suns. Okay. Not absolutely terrible. And then we've got a baseball thing where the Kings come to town for a game break game uh to close out the month of february so alex in the month of february we play 11 games how many we winning out of the 11 games i'm gonna say four and seven Mm. i'm gonna get you on an even record at one point (laughs) probably not but you know i'm optimistic okay four and seven who who are you looking at here who do you think well i mean so we play we played three games against Houston that month. So, that no, I'm we sorry. Do. Yeah, we do. So, we played three games against Houston. We got one game against Utah. You know, we do have a tough – we do have some tough roadies against the Kings know, twice. State, the Lakers. But then we play the Kings twice. And so, there there is opportunity there for wins. Um, I, I just also think that, you know, it's, it's February. That, that's, you know, that's, you know – Right before the All Star break, a lot of teams are like, you know, one, two, three, Cancun type thing. Um, so, you know, I, I think we have opportunities to win. Like, if we were to win six games this month, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, but I'm going to go with the safe bet of four. Yeah, I think I'm going with six games. Kind of figured that. I'm sorry. I got to. I mean, <laughs> like you said, man, we play Houston three times, we got Utah, we play the Kings twice. The one, two, three, and Cancun thing, I can absolutely see the Pelicans doing that. Brandon Ingram's probably an all-star consideration. Zion's definitely going to be a participant in all-star weekend. Dyson mm-hmm. Daniels probably going to be in the Rising Stars Challenge. Like, there's there's a lot tied up in that. Um, I can definitely see them kind of looking ahead uh, to the week, as well as the Rockets. So, yeah, I, I'm going to go with six. And, you know, I, th- I think I feel pretty confident about it. You can tell I feel confident when I say I think I feel confident about it. Yes. All right, man, moving into the month of March. Now, there's, this... nothing like, there's nothing like utmost certainty than hesitancy. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, so the month of March, we... March is stupid. We play a lot of games, man. There's, there's a lot of basketball in March. Um, also, this is famously when we start to low manage some of our players. Yep. So got to factor that in notes. there. Yep, got a factor out of them there. So. I got it on my notes, and I got the game exactly that that starts. Oh, interesting. Well, we'll get to that in a second. So um, we play the next four of our seven-game homestand, <laughs> famously, uh, starting off the month of March. It's just getting This is just a four-game homestand. Actually, it's a six-game homestand because we played two in February. So That's I wasn't true. too far off when I said we had another seven-game homestand. I'm just saying. How many times can I say game homestand in a podcast? It's been a lot. I mean, I think those are usually reserved for the schedule podcast. So I think you're allowed on this one. Okay. Okay. I appreciate you allowing me. So, all right, we kick it off. Lakers at home, Jazz, Jazz, Warriors. Then we got three-game road trip against the Suns, the Pelicans, and the Spurs. Cup of coffee, Brooklyn comes to our place. Cup of coffee in Toronto. Go say A to the Canadians. Uh, another cup of coffee against the Suns. How many times can I say cup of coffee? And then a four-game road They're trip. Be loaded and jacked. 
and yeah. caffeine. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, no, no, another four game road trip on the West Coast this time, playing the Clippers and back to back against the Clippers and Lakers, then the Trailblazers come home for a back-to-back against the Hornets and the Pistons, and then close out the month of March on the 31st on a Friday, playing the Pacers in Indiana. Alex, is this the month when we play... Hold on. Don't tell me. Do not tell me. 17 games. Yes. That we can play... This is a stupid month. (laughs) That we can go even on your win total. Let me answer it for you because it's impossible because it would have to be an odd number. Yeah, go ahead. Hell no, no. We're we're gonna win. We're gonna win five games this month. We're gonna go five and twelve. This is gonna be a stupid month. Like this is gonna be literally, like this is gonna be the month where Sam Presti says, "What is your ghost count sockets up to? Let's see if we can go ahead and sign him to a ten day." You know, this is definitely going to be that month. And I, I think that I know exactly when it's going to happen. So it's going to happen um, after March 14th. I believe we play Brooklyn at home or on the road. And then after that, we go on a road trip. Uh, I think when we go on that road trip, I think we sit some guys. I think some guys will have some nagging injuries. Our boy Mike Mascala might have an ankle problem by that point. Um, and so I think the last 13 games of the season are going to be for roster exploration. I I see what you're saying, but you're, you're missing one critical point. Shea is not going to sit in an away game to Toronto. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. And so when is, when is that game? That's directly after the Nets game, and then we play the Suns at home. And I think that oh, could be okay. the last time we see there the starters, okay. the Suns at home. Okay. There we go. Yeah. So March, I think that was seventeenth. Nineteenth. Nineteenth. They have five games. They have five days off. No. So they play the Nets on the fourteenth. They play the Raptors on the sixteenth, and then they play the Suns on the nineteenth. Oh, okay, so the 16th. Okay, yeah, so the 16th will be the last time that the main players kind of play. Well, no, I'm saying, like, they close it out at home against the Suns. Mm. That's my yeah, no, theory. I don't, I don't think so. I think <laughs> on the 19th against Phoenix, I think we introduce guys like Yurgos, you know, coming back, your favorite, Yurgos, Kalinzakis. Well, wasn't the, uh, wasn't it the Suns game that was the last game Poku played this past year? At home, triple double game. When he right? got a triple double, yeah, yeah, I think so. So I mean, hey, yeah. I got history on my side, Alex. Coming back, coming back at center, Olivier Saw. Oh God, please <laughs> never again. Like you can sign hey, somebody else. I thought Olivier did pretty good. I was a fan of Olivier. Uh, nah, he was like nah. he was like this year's uh, Mamadi Diakite. I liked Mama D infinitely better, just personally. Really? I'm not a UK fan scorned at all. So all right. So my prediction for this for this month. Let's see here. So I like Utah at home, but that's that's we got two games Utah at home. So I think we could potentially win both of them depending on what happens. You know, we have to factor in this is after the trade deadline as well. We don't know what 
you know, this, this could all be crazy, but um, I, I'm going to go ahead and give us two there. Uh, we play the Spurs at Spurs and we play the Raptors at Toronto. Uh, I'm predicting that's going to be like Shea Swan song. Like that's going to be like his final send off. Um, yeah. So I think that we win the Raptors. We win at the Suns. I think we get destroyed in the road trip in the West coast road trip. And I think that we win one of the Charlotte, Detroit and Pacers game because I'm with you at that point. I think there's a high possibility we're resting our guys. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah. So how many is that? That's one, two, three, four, five, six, six wins again. I I'm hounding you about being consistent. I've been consistent the past yeah. three months, four out of the six. I have six. So as we get into our last month, we have four games in this one. We play two the home ultimate, ultimate tank battle going well, for, on on April 6th. Well, first we play the Phoenix Suns on April 2nd. Then we play the Warriors at Golden State on the 4th. And then on the 6th, as you alluded to, we play the Utah Jazz in Utah. And then we close out the season at home against the Memphis Grizzlies on Sunday the 9th. Four games, Alex, is this where we go even yes i I do think we go two and two this is like the crappy part of the year where like (laughs) i told you i told you it would happen (laughs) i mean this is the crappy part of the year where like more than likely golden state and memphis and phoenix are going to be sitting starters and so you know we're going to be playing against their g league you know all-stars and they'll be playing against our g league all-stars um, and here's the thing, as we saw last year, the Thunder culture and the Thunder's ability to kind of, you know, have a consistent scheme with the blue and with the Thunder, whenever those guys are called up and they're playing against other G League and other kind of, you know, that that type of team, the Thunder's team tends to be a lot more organized and tends to be a lot more a lot better than than the other team's G League roster. Um, And so I think, you know, Utah is going to be one. I think the last game against Memphis, that's going to be another one that, you know, that we're probably going to win. And so I see us going two and two. Okay. I – this is where I'm going to sway to your side. I'm going to say we win one game this month. Oh, okay. Dang. Welcome to the dark side, Dylan. And here's the thing. I I think Memphis could be playing for le- like legitimate like seeding spot in that last game. Like like I told you. Like I, I mean, they could, I, I, I hope that they're all playing for seeds. I hope that yeah. Phoenix, Golden State, and Memphis are all playing for seeding. So, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I think try as we may, we just – we. We still beat Utah. I think that they outtank us at that point. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's our win against Utah. So, all right. So, in April, Alex has two. I have one. All right. So, without counting, oh, I guess you might have counted how many wins you already have, haven't you? Okay. Yeah. Can you guess how many wins I have? Uh, I would say 30, 32. 31, 31. Okay, so let's see. 19, 25, 
31, 32. 32. I said 32 first. Yeah. 32. So I have us at 32 wins. How many do you have us at since you already know it? 27. 27 wins. All right. And last year, how many did we win? Do you know off the top of your head? 24. Let's see here. As I pull it up in this great podcasting moment. Uh, wow. This should really, yeah, 24 wins. Well done, Alex Roig. Hey, this man hey. is Johnny on the spot. This, this is what I do. This is what I do. Yeah. Uh, this is this man's Johnny on the spot. All right. Yeah. So I got 32. You got 27. Um, either way, it's an improvement. I'll be incremental. Um, I think yours is a larger step. Like, I think mine is inc- inc- incremental. Like, you know, three plus three victories to 27. You know, you're jumping all the way up to 32. That's, that's, Eight plus wins. That's that's a good. That's a nice chunk. Well, let me ask you this. So, going into February, I have us projected at 11, 17, 19 wins. Mm-hmm. Um, going into February, if we're at that point, do you think? I don't know, Presty, maybe decides to step on the gas and maybe push for the play and see what the guys can do. Or do you think that he's going to stay the course no matter what? So I think it's going to depend on what the number 10 team looks like, you know, because you got to remember, like there's some, there are some years where like the, the year that the Thunder first made the playoffs, they were the eight seed and they won 50 games. Like that mm-hmm. was not a normal year. Yeah, you know? So wild. exactly. So if it's one of those years where every blood, everybody is raising themselves up, um, you know, it may be a situation where you look and if you're seven, eight games back of the number 10 spot, you know, Presty's probably going to be like, hey, let's let's stay this course. You know, let's stay the course that we were planning on going in the beginning of the season. Um, but if they're within three or four games, that changes things, I think. Yep, I feel it, man. I'm, I, I don't know what my prediction says about where I stand. If I'm leaning more lottery here, if I'm leaning more towards play in, but yeah, I mean, it's it's my prediction. I'm I'm gonna stand by. I've always been more optimistic than a lot of people on the podcast. Uh other than Jerry. Jerry's a homer through and through, but um yeah, I mean I, I'm very excited to see what the guys can do. Um, as I alluded to in, in the Joe Masada pod, like I'm excited to see Shea with these guys. Like we've seen pretty much the entire roster at play, excluding Shea Dort. Kenny and Moose and those guys are integral parts into the rotation. Um, so I'm excited to see what they can do with all these new guys and this newfound spacing for Shea Gilders Alexander. Like I, I think that as I've said, like I think he could be an all-star. I think he can be an all NBA consideration. Like I think this is going to be a huge year for Shea. And at that point, if Shea is an all NBA consideration, you have to ask yourself what kind of record are the Thunder looking at? Yeah, I definitely, I definitely think if he's, you know, making the all-star team. Here's the thing. Like, I, I honestly don't think it matters because I, I think the narrative is out there now that this guy should have made a playoff, should have made an all-star game either last season or the, especially the season before that. Yeah, he, he um, didn't deserve it last season. But yeah, the season before for sure. He did, for sure. And so I, I think the narrative is out there. And I think, you know, he kind of starts – 
you kind of start talking about him as the best young player that hasn't made an all-star game yet. And so when you start to have to have that label on you, people start to pay attention to your numbers and start to pay attention to, you know, smart guy NBA numbers, like, oh, he, you know, he leads the league and in, in, in drives to the basket. He leads the league and, you know, shots created for teammates and so on and so forth. Um, so I think regardless of our record, I think he's going to be in high consideration if he plays his game. If he, you know, if he plays, he's averaging 25, 26 points, you know, shooting a good percentage. Um, I think he's going to be in consideration for the all-star game regardless. There's two keys to Shea scoring like crazy and efficiently. One, he has to wear a headband. And two, he cannot wear red shoes. Wear red shoes. That's that's it, man. That's it. I'm I'm gonna like you think I'm get I'm gonna do research. Like I'm gonna have like a research project. I'm gonna like post an article for the first time in forever on Boomtown. Like I'm gonna be working on it. Like <laughs> this is Shay when he doesn't wear a headband. This is Shay when he wears a headband. This is Shay when he wears red shoes. This is when he doesn't wear red shoes. This is Shay when he wears red shoes and a headband. This is Shay. You know, I'm I'm gonna lay it all out. Like it's gonna happen. Like <laughs> that's a lot of footage. That's, that's a lot of footage you gotta go through. Yeah, yeah. There's there's something there though. I I do believe there's something there. But uh, man, before we go, you know, I just wanted to kind of close out. Um, you know, just just kind of a thought. You know, looking on social media, like all the trainers, like you know, it's it's a lot more transparent than it used to be, but. I feel like this year, especially whether it's Josh Gideon, Chet Holmgren with uh, Jordan Lawley, whether it's Chet with Drew Hamlin, um, whether it's Trey Mann playing in the Miami Pro League, um, who was a Baisley, I think, was in some uh, Rico Hines runs as well. Like, yeah. there's a lot of exposure for Thunder players this offseason, a lot more so than I remember seeing the last two, at least the last two years. Yeah, I mean, especially since the rebuild. You know, like we talked about before the pod, like uh, I think Russell Westbrook brought the whole team for like Rico Hines runs at some point mm-hmm. um, at UCLA. But, you know, you, you saw Shea in his like, I think it was like a Washerman group run or even uh, maybe the ah, – crap, what's that dude's name? Mm, his trainer. What's his trainer's name? Um, I know it's like yeah. – I know his name's like Simps, um, but he has a mm, he has a nickname. I'm so mad. That's oh, that's gonna irritate me. Anyways, we saw him, you know, with his runs, but yeah, it's it's really fun to see these players, you know, playing with all these other guys. Like, you know, obviously Josh Gideon, Dyson Daniels, they have the Australian connection. They've played a lot together. You know, they have the same trainer with Jordan Wally, but. Chet Holmgren, man, like he's like the he's like Carmen San Diego. Like where where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Where in the world yeah. is Chet Holmgren? Like what what trainer is he with? What NBA player is he training with? Like we've seen him with Drew Hamlin, we've seen him with Jordan Wally, we've seen him with guys like Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, Joel Embiid, Trey Young. Like we've seen him all over the place with all these like you know all in all in all in simplest. Ah, Olin, Olin, either Olin or all in simplest. What's his name though? The guard whisperer. The guard whisperer. Yeah, that's his freaking name. God, I'm so mad. (laughs) But yeah, no, we've seen (laughs) Chet playing with all these international superstars. I'm like, you know, we're sitting here talking about Shea being an All NBA player, uh, how he's deserved to be an All Star a couple years ago, and we think that he could be an All Star this year. Like we 
we're very confident in the caliber of player that Shea is, but you know, it makes you wonder, you know, whether it's the personality style or whether it's just the fact that Chet's this seven foot weirdo that can do everything on the basketball court. Like there's something that gravitates people to Chet Holmgren. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I said on Twitter, you know, I asked people who they're most excited to see. And there was, you know, a lot of answers for surprisingly pretty much everybody on the team. But anytime somebody said Chet, I was like, yeah, I think Chet's going to draw a lot of eyes this year. A lot of good, a lot of bad. There's going to be a lot of people that are admirers of his game, want to see the seven-foot weirdo doing these crazy you know, dribble moves, shooting from the three-point line, taking step backs, just blocking everything. And then there's going to be guys that just hate him and want to see him fail and want to see Joel Embiid dominate him, want to see Nikola Jokic dominate him and you know, so-and-so dunk on him. Like There's going to be yeah. eyes either way. Chant Holmgren, he's going to be drawing a crowd. But, yeah, I, I don't remember the last time like we've – We've had a guy like this. Yeah, man. Like, like my thing. My thing is all. And when I see things like this, and I'm like, alphas always want to learn from alphas. And I, I look at Chet, and even though you know his his frame doesn't look like somebody that would command that much attention, he has dominated every level he's been on, mm-hmm. and he's faced the same issues at every level. Oh, you're too skinny. Oh, you know, you're going to get, you know, knocked over and and people are going to take advantage of you in the paint. It's never happened. Are there times that it does? Yeah, of course. Physics is physics. You know, weight is weight. Um, But I also think he has a mentality that is one of a superstar, one of somebody that says, I want to dominate you. I don't want to beat you. I want to dominate you. And that's what I, that's what I saw in summer league. That's what I saw in like that Utah game. Once he got that shot going, it was over. Like he wanted to destroy whoever was in front of him um, at the uh, at the Utah Summer League. You know, he kind of he kind of went. You know, he kind of pulled back a little bit. Whether he was tired, whether whatever, in Las Vegas, but in Utah, mm-hmm. you know, you saw that you saw that dog come out of him. So, you know, I'm excited about that. You know, whenever I saw the picture of him with Joel Embiid one week and then KD the next week, like in my mind, I'm like, that's great. To me, that's great. A lot, of, a lot of Thunder fans, you know, they they were, you know, in their fields and like, oh shit, you know, like he's talking to the guy that you know that broke our hearts and he's he's recruiting him or something like that. No, man, like he's learning from the best. If 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 you're gonna be a seven foot weirdo, I want you to I want you to learn from Kevin Durant. I want you to learn from Yo- Joel Embiid. I want you to learn from Jokic. I want you to learn from Dirk Nowitzki. Mm-hmm. Like, give me pieces of all those games and put them into one person, and I can show you the next great superstar in the NBA. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it. No, man, I, I'm I'm very excited. Um, you know, I I forgot to mention like in some of the Jordan Molly runs, um, you know, he he went straight up on Thon Maker. Thon Maker tried to dunk on him. Yeah. And Thon Maker called it a foul. And like Josh Giddy's raising heck about it. Like he's like, what? No, like you're you're insane. And Chet's just like, just going on, he's a gamer. And then on the other end, uh, Chet, I think, uh, Thon straight up fouls him. And Chet's like, heck no, I didn't call it. And then he dunks it on his head. (laughs) And it's just like the mentality, man. Like, I love it. And he's an asshole. He's an asshole on the court. And I love it. I I want him to be an asshole on the Mm -hmm. court. We need, we need more assholes on the court. Like this team is very nice. You know, this team last year, like there were no dogs on, on there. Like Lou, Lou is Lou. 
and Lou's physicality kind of gives him that that brand of hey, I'm the big guy. But there's no assholes on this team. Like Jimmy Chet just talking crap to people just after he dunks on them, or talking crap after he shoots a three. I love that. Yeah, and like you said, with Dort's physicality, um, Kenrich's leadership, Shea with like you know just the I'm him energy. Like you know, mm-hmm. those are like different type of uh, I'll say intensity. Um, but like not just Chet, man. Like we're seeing, like we heard a lot about it in the draft process with Josh Giddy, but we're seeing it come yeah. out in these runs um, in summer league. You know, dunking on that dude and flexing on him, staring him down, like that. Like still one of the coldest moments of the entire summer league. So yeah, man, I'm I'm excited. I'm like this. This is just lending to my point. Like I think this team's gonna surprise some people. Like I'm not gonna say we're gonna make the play in unequivocally, but I'm saying you know. Your 27 wins might be a little sheepish there, Alex. That's all I got to say. Okay, I just think I just think we're young assholes. And young assholes tend to uh, eat their words, you know, they're, when they're young. And so I think we'll get there. We will get there, but it won't be this season. Yep, that's fair to say. And, you know, I'll, I'll just leave with this uh, closing thought. You know, Jackie McMullen uh, for The Ringer, she did a podcast called The Icons Club, and she talked about how, you know, when players came into the league that, you know, had this status and, you know, had these expectations, you know, other players in the league that had come before them would reach out to them and like kind of indoctrinate them into their club. And, you know, basically just like, if you ever need anything, like if you ever need advice on anything, like I got you. And it's starting to look like Chet is in that illustrious icon club, because when you look around the league, I mean, Kevin Rance, one of the biggest icons in the league. Like, he doesn't have LeBron James. Like, he doesn't have any pictures of LeBron James right now or anything like that. But I, I think Chet's a, Chet's a name to be reckoned with in that standing. So, with that being said, guys, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. I appreciate you guys for listening and all the support. Um, all the support on YouTube has been great. Like, I mean, our subscribers have been climbing every day. Our views have been climbing. So, Keep that up. We definitely appreciate that. So keep that energy, baby. Keep that energy. Yeah. If if you're listening and you're not watching, we are on YouTube. Just search Topic Thunder Podcast. Uh, scroll down to the next one. I there is another Topic Thunder Podcast. I, I don't know what it is, but really? just, just look for the cool thumbnail that my wife made. Um, the colorful thumbnail that will catch the eye. And that's us. And you know, be sure to subscribe, like the video, of course, check it out hit that bell so you don't miss any of our videos going up. And, uh, you know, you guys know the drill in the podcast, but we definitely appreciate all of that and all the support that you guys have given us. So with that being That's so funny. Like, I feel I feel like one of my kids, whenever they're vlogging, they're like, hey, like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. <laughs> yeah. Yep, absolutely. Well, hey, I we used to do a family vlog back in the day, so I'm – I, I, I've said really? all these things before. Yeah, back in the day, like way back in the day. Uh, the Hunt, Hunt Zinger family vlog. It was, I, I, I'm not going to, yeah, I'm not going to say what it's called because oh, I'm pretty sure it's on there still. Is it still on there? Probably, yeah. All right. I'm going to go look for it. Yeah, okay. Just don't report back. So, <laughs> um, yeah. With that being said, on behalf of myself and Alex and the daily zinger vlogs i hope you guys have a great night god bless (laughs) hoop when you can and as always thunder the frick up and make sure you check out topic fandom yes absolutely do that please thank you
Thank you for listening to the Topic Thunder podcast. Our podcast is available to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating and a positive review, and follow us on Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder. Thunder up! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.